an in-depth look behind the scenes at Southern Wisconsin's largest event center. Welcome to the Walworth County Fairgrounds podcast, Beyond the Barns, with your hosts, Melody Judge and Larry Geffey. Another podcast, and we are focusing this time on Ribfest once again, and we are meeting our pro ribbers. And with us on the phone today, John and Christy from just north of Memphis. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great, Melody. We're doing great. Are Fantastic. You, are you north of Memphis somewhere? We are. How far, Christy? <laughs> I'm about 900 miles up to Mississippi. All right. Minneapolis area. Are you in Minneapolis? We are about an hour west of the cities. We live out in the country in a little town of Annandale, Minnesota. Okay. So hence the name just north of Memphis Barbecue Company, right? Hence the name, but our roots (laughs) lie deep in Memphis. Yeah. Well, we can tell when we're eating your barbecue, that's for sure. But are you originally from Memphis or anybody in your family from Memphis? Yes. The family, um, my aunt and uncle moved to Memphis in the late 1950s, and uh, that's where the origin of the barbecue is. Uh Um, All right. Well, let's let's add some, some provenance to... Uh, your company for the purposes of this podcast. Uh, just north of Memphis uh, does have, as John said, a long history in the barbecue business and a very successful history. As it relates to Elkhorn Rib Fest, um, you've won many awards here. And in fact, I think we've got this right, uh, that you were People's Choice Award winner in 2019. We didn't have it in 2020 because of that thing. And then in 2021, you were People's Choice, and 2022, and you were also Best Sauce in 2022. Did I miss any? Um, we were also Best Sauce in 2019 as well. 2019. All right, 2019. Yeah, so uh, very popular company, and I hear rave reviews about your food, uh, not just your barbecue, but also once in a while there's some treats out there, isn't there, John? Well, we'll let Christy talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, a little bit of peach, peach bread pudding. Yes. Um, yeah, that seems to be the crowd's favorite. I think sometimes John and I actually have a little competition going where um, I sell more peach bread pudding servings than he does ribs. So. Well, if I was choosing between the two of you to buy from, I'd go to you, Christy. Sorry, John. <laughs> I love you too, Larry. <laughs> now, oh, Larry, uh, you just scored <laughs> with at least one of them. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, uh, just just north of Memphis as a company, also something I think the patrons want to know is is who you know who's all who all is involved in your uh, barbecue company when you're out touring uh, events. Well, we are primarily a family-owned and operated business, so it's Christy and I and the four kids. Um, I don't know if that answers all of your yep. questions. Well, that's what I was um, after. It, it, this truly is a family business. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and this is our twenty-four, 21st year in business. Wow, uh, we can't we can't believe it. Can't believe that we're still standing, uh, but it has been just a. a real pleasure to be able to go around the country and places like Elkhorn um, and just meet all these wonderful people that have a hankering for barbecue and um, we can bring them, you know, a little bit of our, our uh, flair and product. So, yeah, well, we, you know, our, our slogan here at Elkhorn Rib Fest, by the way, uh, I've done some research on the number of patrons that attend different barbecue festivals around the country. And 
I think Elkhorn now has become one of the largest barbecue festivals in the country. Um, and we, we have some technology where we can measure uh, cell phone traffic on the property here and other places. And, and, and we've done some measuring in it. I, I'm just, we're very pleased with how it's grown. And part of the reason is because of the quality of the food. Our slogan right. is good food, good music, good times in that order. And the food's what food is what primarily brings them. And you guys sure do uh, bring, bring that package to the event for sure. Very, very pleased. Um, so let's talk Larry, about, you should, go ahead. You should be very proud of what you guys do though, too, for all of us. Um, you do a great job in advertising and we love all the little slangs that you use and, and also promoting us after the event, just saying a thank you, you know, for that, for all of us coming to, because you all know how far we all drive and, and we're probably one of the closest ones, matter of fact, but um, there's a lot that come across the country to come to your event and that says a lot. And I think you guys support us very well. Even when we get there, you are definitely a class act. So just give you kudos for that. Very Mm -hmm. nice. It's a team effort for sure. And it's such an event that we all love. Yeah. A lot of hard work, but it, it, you know, as you know, but we all love it here for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's probably Uh a a lot of things similar with, well, with, with any business. um, and, And we are, we're a nonprofit, but this is part of our business. And, um, this just like your company that the easier things look from the outside the more planning went into it and exactly yeah yeah so i mean moving an operation like yours around the country set up tear down ordering inventory you know just every little aspect of your business doing it on a, on a mobile uh, basis like you do that's complicated as far as logistics go and boy do you yeah. guys pull it off fantastic well, and we also try to tap into when we do arrive, you know, to a community, we love to be able to tap into local people as well. And, and we, whether we hire some local staff to be able to help us out for the team for the weekend or that we go to, you know, Piggly Wiggly, which is, which is our favorite store to, to bop into as well. And, and also um, some of your other patrons around there with signs or, or, you know, they all help us out. And that's a wonderful thing. You guys have a great community there. Yeah, we sure do. We're very happy, very proud of it. Very proud of it. Now, mm-hmm. the owners, FYI, the owners of Piggly Wiggly sold their store. Uh, they did. They did. Uh, retired. Um, oh, good for them. And it was bought by uh, Hanson's IGA. But, you know, they were our charter sponsor. Uh, Frank's Piggly Wiggly was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rip Best and helped us get this thing off the ground. And so they called and said that they wanted to continue to be a sponsor of Ribfest, but personally. And so wow. now Ribfest wow. is brought to you by Frank and Stephanie Leptow. So uh, oh. isn't that something? So they're very- That's uh, incredible. Yeah. It is, right? Holy. It's amazing. Yeah. That, that is a first. That's that incredible. a lot. Yeah. It really, really it does. Lot. Says a lot about them uh, and uh, Ribfest. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's get back to you guys. Uh, you, you know, you, you said your family or heritage is from uh, Memphis and or in that area. And John, you've, you've shared some stories because you shared some stories about kind of your family's history in the, in the uh, barbecue world. 
And maybe you could kind of start at the beginning of how, how all of this got off the ground. Well, as, as we have said, our barbecue has roots in our family. And it all started in Memphis back in the early 70s when my Uncle John uh, sketched out on this napkin this odd-looking de- machine that was going to cook barbecue. And uh, as you've seen, Larry, when people come by our booth, we've got this thing that a lot of people think is a, like a popcorn or a hot dog machine that actually cooks the ribs. And what makes it unique is that the ribs are hanging vertically in the smoker versus laying horizontally on a grill or a grate. And, um, and so that's kind of the first thing that came out of my uncle's brain was inventing the smoker. And then between he and my aunt Margie, they came up with this dry rub seasoning. And for people that have been to the Elkhorn Rib Fest over the years, they see that top sign on our banners that says we do the dry rub. And so that's all we put on our ribs. They go into the smokers, they're hanging vertically. Um, and and then we serve, of course, the award-winning Sweet Christie's sauce on the side so people can dip those dry rubbed ribs mm. in, the, in the Sweet Christie sauce. So that's, that's it. But it all started in Memphis with that smoker and with the dry rub seasoning, which we still get from Memphis. We still use those smokers. So we're, uh, we're true to our heritage and that regard um and um it's just not a memphis style barbecue it truly is memphis barbecue yeah. um all the way from the the smokers themselves correct yeah yeah i it, feel like you should patent that i don't know if that's in the well, works I, or not but i feel like that you should do that are they are they patented? Melody, i don't know it's kind of should. funny you said that it was the very first patented barbecue smoker in the world oh really um it, yes, it's a true statement. And so the patent is actually on the machine, wow. um, the patent number. And, and so it, it's, it's been done. And, wow. uh, and so, yeah. And you so take we, care we, of We're pretty proud of that. Yeah, th- congratulations. Those things are, yeah, those things are, how, how, how old are your, your, what's your, how old's your oldest yeah. smoker? Probably going on 40, 45 years now. And, and oh I boy. couldn't tell you how many hundreds of thousands of ribs have gone through those oh, okay. things. How many do you go through in a summer in your, you know, in your competition series? How many, how many ribs do you serve? Well, this is going to go back to how special Elkhorn is, which is what Larry was referring to earlier with this becoming, you know, one of the nation's largest, most popular rib fest events. We only do three melody. Okay. Um, and back in nine, and back in two thousand nine, we did thirty two. But we've narrowed it down to the best three in the country, and so uh, Elkhorn being one of those, um, we don't. You know, we go through a lot of ribs because we have our catering business and everything else mm-hmm. back home. But um, you know, in Elkhorn, um, we're going through probably a right right over just 2,000 racks of ribs. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. And, and so uh, the last right two now. years, the, the largest barbecue festival, um, which Elkhorn could top someday, I know that's Larry's goal, would be the one out in Reno, Nevada, called the Best of the West Rib Cook-Off. And last year, Christy and I served, cooked and served over 4,000 racks in six days. So it's one day longer than Elkhorn. And it's also over Labor Day weekend. But anyway, um, the last two years, if Elkhorn, Elkhorn was on a run rate for us to top or at least meet the amount of ribs that we did out in Reno. Oh, my goodness. So that tells you how 
popular, important, and good the Elkhorn Rib Fest is. Oh, that's great. It's huge. It is huge. Yeah, well, and and those smokers are being as old as they are. You know, one thing you'll notice, those, those machines, if you ever see them, they look brand new. Yeah, they do. They do. They are well built. That's for they sure. They were built to last. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. I honestly have never replaced a part on them. Really? So, yes, <laughs> I've never replaced, and I hope I don't have to. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, it's like the Rolls um, Royce of smokers. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Now, you know? now your um, your uncle, he com- he competed too, didn't he? Back in the day, yes, uh, he did. He was he was one of the guys that actually kind of. Um, I don't think I have any problem saying he's one of the guys that got the whole sport of barbecue started back in the late seventies, early eighties. Um, there was a handful of, of guys. And uh, so uh, like Dan Johnson of Johnson's barbecue, who's coming into Elkhorn, yeah. he's one of those guys, you know, yeah. but there was a handful of guys uh, that kind of got the whole sport. Um, but as far as I know, out of those old guys, my uncle's the only one that's current that's currently inducted into the barbecue hall of fame down in Kansas city. Wow. Um, but, uh, and there's now probably a little over a hundred people now over the last 12, 15 years that have been inducted into the hall of fame down in Kansas city. But his original smoker that we were just talking about is actually there in the museum. No in the hall. kidding. Wow. Yeah. Kind of cool. You guys are like, you're royalty. <laughs> you are. No, I wouldn't go that far. I'm just lucky to, I'm just lucky. Uh, Christy and I are just lucky to have aunt and uncle. Uh, and he, he left us a few years ago and my aunt Margie's still down in Memphis. Aww. She's she's Aww. hanging in there, but, uh, but yeah. anyway, yeah, we're just lucky to have uh, that family in the background, you know? I'm sure. No Absolutely. It's a good leg up. So I'm guessing that uh, your uncle and probably you have, have made barbecue for some pretty famous people throughout the years. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. Christy, can you think of anybody? Um, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Okay. That's a pretty, that's That's, a pretty big name. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. That's one of the most recognized names (laughs) in the world. Uh, But my uncle more so than us. I mean, we don't know who we've served, you know, over the years. Um, I know, I know that, um, when we were at one rib fest, I think it was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, many years ago. I know the Leonard Skinner band ran over to our booth after they got done with their show. You know, um, you know but, who came to rib fest? You didn't know it. Eric, that? Eric Church. Seriously, oh, you're kidding? Yep, Country Thunder was going on. Was that a, two years ago? Uh, oh, two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Country yeah. Thunder was going on, and him and his entourage, his entourage, kind of snuck in here and. Oh How my about god! That? I didn't see. I don't know where. I don't know, where, I don't know he, what stand where, they went yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know who he went to, but uh, they probably he, split they were up. Here. I'm sure they did. They I'm sure they did. Up. But so Muhammad wow. Ali, that's fascinating. And do you know yep. like what that interaction was like, or how how did that happen? Well, he actually stayed at their house down in Memphis. Oh, you're it was crazy. Me. Yeah, no. The story is, Larry, is that after my uncle won his first world championship at Memphis, um, Muhammad Ali had just won his second or third I don't remember which it was George Foreman or Joe Frazier that he had just beat and so he came to Memphis and he he actually came to my uncle's restaurant okay <laughs> and and we have the pictures to prove it but the two of them were sitting down and of course you know because Muhammad had just come in to Memphis this whole press you know the press was all through the restaurant and the newspaper and everything and uh, they were sitting down eating eating lunch 
uh, facing each other. And one reporter asked, um, asked, uh, uh, Muhammad, if he was going to defend his title and, uh, Muhammad looked across at my uncle and asked, and said, my own said to my uncle in Muhammad, only the voice Muhammad could do it. And don't ask me to, to duplicate it, but yeah. my uncle could do it really well. But he, he looked at my uncle and Muhammad said, asked him, he said, doesn't every good champion defend his title? Something like that. And and looking at your uncle? To my, yeah. Who had just won his first world championship. Wow. Well, as the story goes, just a few months later, my uncle won his second world championship. Um, and he's one of two people in the history of the sport of barbecue to win it back to back the world championship. Oh. And so that's one of the things that got him in the hall of fame, of course, but it was, that's a true story that Muhammad <laughs> was sitting there asking him, but I know we've served ribs to like Tommy Lasorda, the former LA Dodgers coach to, uh, Al Roker on what the today show. Really? Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. John, didn't your, didn't your uncle also take his big rig and go out to an oil rig? They actually flew it out there. Yeah, they picked it up with his big his his barbecue rig. Like we've got our big mobile kitchen yeah. trailer with the smokers and everything. They um there was one year they actually some big oil company uh, hired him and they actually picked up with a crane chopper, you know, a like helicopter, and they took it out into the Gulf of Mexico and dropped it on a an oil rig uh, so that they could serve barbecue to all the workers out on the oil rig. What and a cool pictures story. To I want to know who that oil company is so I buy their fuel. No <laughs> doubt. Know, right? No kidding. That's awesome. That yeah. is so crazy. Well, there's some good stories. Yeah. Good stories. Pictures to prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you guys been, uh, what about the restaurant business for you? Are you just like being mobile or do you both? Or are you just do, like doing catering or how, how, what's that? What's that like? Well, our business for now, I mean, especially after, you know, that thing that happened a couple of years ago, uh-huh. um, um, being mobile for us and also, I mean, we were able to do, we have a small commercial kitchen, only 900 square feet that we support our catering business, but we can also, back in COVID days, we were actually able to do some drive-through, but for us, um, we were able to be mobile during COVID to be able to feed people and so that was our catering business kind of blew up from there and so for us i think that's i mean a brick and mortar for us is probably not in the picture anytime soon yeah Um, i don't don't blame you i don't blame you no and it's been it's been perfect for us i mean we even did funerals during covid um with our food trucks Mm -hmm. we have three food trucks that we have and and we do catering out of that with you know corporate catering so we can just pull up and feed everybody and and that's really been working really well for us. So I think for now, I think that's what we're going to stay doing. And being able to still be able to go around the country and be able to do some events as well um, is has been good for us. So for your catering business, what kind of radius around that your your hometown near Minneapolis? What kind of radius do you do? We have about an hour radius, a sixty to eighty mile an hour radius from where um, our kitchen is, which is right off of, um, Interstate ninety four, which is not too far from Minneapolis. And so we were able to get down to Minneapolis, south of Minneapolis, all the way up north into an Alexandria area, which is about mm-hmm. ninety. And so um, that's kind of what we've been doing so far. Unless we take our mobile kitchen, we can do some catering outside of that radius because it's it's a licensed kitchen. So. I'm, I'm guessing you've done that quite a bit. 
Yeah. We've done that with corporate events for sure. Yeah, I corporate believe events. I believe if they run into you at a big barbecue competition and like, hey, man, I want these folks to come and mm-hmm. cook for my company. Yeah. yeah speaking, speaking, of, speaking of which, Larry, I just, I, I just want to give a shout out to somebody you introduced me to years ago. Um, um, Nick was a celebrity judge. I just want to give a shout out to our, our huge supporters and good friends at Lake Geneva Country Meats. Um, uh, if people listening to the podcast want to know where they can get Sweet Christie Sauce and Johnny B's Dry Rub, um, they've got it there at the store, but, um, they, I want to, I want to just mention that they were the only reason we came, we crossed out of Minnesota during the year of COVID was Lake Geneva country meets asked us to come, come down. Once things had the dust had kind of settled, we went down there in September and did a parking lot event with them. And that was such, you know, we were all wondering what our futures were that uh-huh. year and, for them to reach out and, and invite us to come down and do a special VIP dinner. I mean, I can't tell you how much that meant. No. Well, they're great people. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, glad sure. you mentioned that for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Let's talk about the future now. Four kids that that uh, work on your team there that you have. Any of them interested? With in- all significant. Well, all of them have significant others too that have come and helped oh, too. Oh, so. wow! Okay. Yeah, quite a team. So, are they yeah. they going to go another generation? Well, there's a couple in the works, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Never all know. Right. Okay. Kids, kids never change your mind, right? Yeah, I've got a couple. I know. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I've got a couple. I know exactly how that rolls. So. Yeah. All right. Um, what is, I want to ask you, what is your favorite menu item that you serve at Rib Fest? Besides ribs. John does great brisket. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. He does great brisket. He is, uh, I have to brag. My uncle always said, Melody, if you can do it, it ain't bragging. Okay. Okay. So you, you can go ask the guys from Cowboys and the guys from Johnson's and Awesome Aussie and all these great barbecue teams. You ask them, and this isn't a test, but if you ask them, where are you going to go get a brisket sandwich? They might say my name. <laughs> oh, oh, that. Okay. Oh, that's All right. Wow. Lay it down in there. Fairness, in fairness, in fairness, my uncle said to me more than once, he said, Dan Johnson cooks the best bar- brisket on the planet. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's an Arkansas, Virginia guy. Okay. Yep. And and he's from Texas, you know, where, he, but that's my uncle always gave props to, to Dan Johnson for his briskets. Nice. Um, you know, yeah, he's, I won't nice. say that I copied it. Yeah. May have copied a little bit of Dan's technique over the years. <laughs> well, and, and you know, when you're in competition, don't you, you have to go out and try other, uh, the other uh, food vendors, correct? Like the pro rivers, you need to find out what you're up against, right? Um, absolutely yeah. absolutely you do you know you know need to know what your competition is you dishing out but ultimately you know and again not bragging i'm just saying you know when you got three people's choice awards that's right that, you know yeah right on I'm just man. saying right on that's I'm right just saying, yeah. i know the judges are in front of the judges are all in front of us that's you know right. the real judges my I, uncle always said he would rather win the People's Choice Award rather than the judges' first place ribs award. Oh. He'd rather win the People's Choice. Better, right. better for the business model, that's for sure. We. So we're gonna have, we're gonna have a big sign made up this year for Elkhorn that says, you know, three-time People's Choice winner. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. We were so thankful. You sent some of our, of your barbecue sauce, um, your winning barbecue sauce for us to have at the fair last year. And I tell you, we had so many comp- people come back wanting to know <laughs> where they could buy that, where, where, you know, everything like that. And it, it, it went, it flew out the door. So yeah. that is, That's it's wonderful. popular. It's so good. Yep, sold out. Yeah. Best so. sauce. Well, this year. It's all because fun. of the name, right? Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Not just north of Memphis, the Sweet Christie's. That's right. Of course. We That's knew what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, so we'll wrap it up. You know, again, everybody, Rib Fest is coming up July 12th to the 16th. And uh, here at the beautiful Walworth County Fairgrounds, five days. We've got, what do we have, 25 or 30 bands? Over 25 bands. Wow. We have flat track racing this year. Oh, yeah. We're flat bringing track. it. Um, great music every day, all day. It's going to be so much fun. Two stages, stages Artisan Village, Carnival. Oh. If you're not here... You're not anywhere because, like, you got to be here. You're missing it. That's you're right. Gonna, yeah. you're, you might see a few mo- more motorcycles this year than normal, too, you guys. Uh, so, sure. Yep. The Harley-Davidson Harley well, does a big anniversary party every five years, uh, which is based in Milwaukee. And it's the same weekend as Ribfest. So there's going to be Harleys coming in from all over the country. And ooh, wow. We're, uh, Christy, we're, I... Go ahead. Oh, you, you, Christy, you know who we got to tell this to? We've got a, a team member who's a Harley rider out in uh, the Bay Area of San Francisco, right? And last last year, Dave, he, he's on our team out in Reno. And last year, he rode his Harley from Reno, followed me with the barbecue rig all the way across Idaho, Montana, and then he spent a week with us here in Minnesota. Oh, wow. But he wants, he has been begging me to get him information for Elkhorn so he can come to Elkhorn this year. He wants to come. This is going to put him over the top when I tell him this. Well, sure will. And, and there's more to tell. We, so Ripfest is Wednesday through Sunday. On Thursday, um, which is kind of the first day, kind of arrive day for the Harley thing, um, we have flat track motorcycle racing here. It's a half oh, cool. half mile limestone track. They call it a cushion track. And it's one of the favorite uh, flat track facilities uh, for flat track racers in the upper Midwest. And we'll have professionals, all kinds of, uh, of flat track people out here. And if you've never seen flat track mm-hmm. racing before, it's an incredible sight to see. It's mm-hmm. It's something else. So that'll be going on uh, Friday, late afternoon, early evening, or or Thursday. That's awesome. Yeah. And, of course, our bike show, too. So uh, I think we're going to have a pretty decent crowd that night. And Bella Kane plays that night. Oh, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be so much fun. Thursday is going to be busy. It is. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fun time. Well, like we say, good food, good music, good times. That's it. Hey, John. Well, we Chris. think it's the best rib fest in the country, and we can't wait to get there. We are so grateful for the invitation each year. We don't take it for granted uh, that we get to come to Elkhorn, but we are going to put our best foot forward. Uh, we're bringing the whole family this year, um, and so we can't wait to see all of the family and friends we got down there in that area as well. You guys are good people. Good food too. Uh, John and Christy, thank thanks. Thanks for thank you. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for everything you do for us. And and. Uh, helping our communities here be a better place to live. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank, Larry, you. thank you and Melody. Rib fest, baby. Rib fest, baby. All right, pork.
Don't bring no chicken. I got a sauce that's finger licking. Dry rub. Ain't no first date. Seasoning and spices rubbed on the meat. Will they have moist wipes? I don't know. As messy as they are? I hope so. 195 is the temp that I smoke them. I know they are done because they are soft when I poke them. Yeah.